Isaiah 53 and verses 7 and 8. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison from ju- and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. Before you're seated, would you look to someone around you and just ask them, have you been baptized in Jesus' name? And then you may be seated. And some of you are scratching your head saying, what in the world does that text have to do with baptism? But we're going to get to that by the time the message is over. Every one of us have memorable moments. If I was to say a date, there's someone in this place that you could go to that date and something happened on that date that just sticks with you. Like if I was to say January 28th, 1986. For some of us in this place, you, you would immediately go to the, to the day the space shuttle, the Challenger, exploded just shortly a, after takeoff. And, and of course, this one, I, I believe we're, we all would, would get this right away, September 11th, 2001. Ha. For some of us, you'll remember what it felt like that day. You'll remember the, the moment you heard it or, or I was at work, I was in an office at that time learning to be a estimator, which that didn't work out very well. And <laughs> I made it six months and said, I can't sit in an office. I got to go do something else. So I remember the, one of the owners came in and he brought a TV into the, to, to the conference room and he said, everybody come in here and let's watch this. And, and, and the news was going on. And then shortly after the second plane crashed into the, it was a memorable moment I will never forget I will never forget how it felt what, what it what it did to me that day they're just memorable moments we have January 26th 1986 does anybody remember that day probably not because it's not worth remembering the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl yeah I got you even you Bears fans, that's weak. That's weak. Okay, here's a better one. November 2nd. November 2nd, 2016. Oh, someone said it. The Scrubs won the... I'm a Cardinals fan, all right? The Cubs won. They're, they're memorable moments. They're, 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 they're moments that people won't ever... Forget, as silly as they may be, you know, for a Cubs fan, but I remember when the Cubs won, I I do not like the Cubs. I am a Cardinals fan, but I remember my grandma was, and I I thought that day, I said, oh, I wish my grandma was still here. She would so enjoy to know that her miserable Cubs finally did something special. And then for me personally, January 31st, 2002, the day my first son was born. It's a day you don't forget. You, you get to hold him 
for the first time and you remember the joy and the fear all at the same time. The joy of this new baby being born to you, your man child, your first child. Oh, he's going to carry on my name. And then immediately after that, it's you are not good enough to be this baby's daddy. And then the fear sinks in. How am I going to do it? I've never done this before. But those are all memorable moments. Days and times we just, we're not going to forget. They're engraved in our brains. Nothing that happens is going to change those moments for us. Each and every one of us, I know we have those moments. And for some of us, we have moments that we would love to forget about. Mistakes that were made in a moment's time. And we just wish that something could take them away. Something could wipe them away. But they're just moments that stick with us. Today, May 21st, 2023, I believe could be someone's moment. It could be a moment where someone would make one of the greatest decisions of their life and choose to go down in water baptism in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ and come up out of the water a brand new creature. A fresh start, a new start. The old man buried away and a new man begins. There's people all around this world that are searching for a fresh start. They're searching for a new start. And you and I today have the ability to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and get our new and our fresh start. Moments, moments that we'll never forget. We've been in this series today, the day of salvation. Pastor taught such a phenomenal message when he opened up this series about procrastination and not waiting. It was one of those messages that I told my wife that we will go back and listen to years from now. And we'll realize that Jesus used our pastor to stop someone's direction on that message if you didn't listen to it go to YouTube and watch it a few weeks ago it was a it was a message that that, that God used our pastor to to reach into the pit of hell and stop someone and change their direction when he preached on procrastination and then last week he did such a phenomenal job on preparing the way a message of repentance This week, we're simply going to talk about baptism in Jesus' name. So I title it, See, Here is Water. So baptism, what does it do for me? I, I, I knew I was teaching this a few weeks ago, so I went around and started asking some some kids what baptism means to them, or what is baptism. So today's lesson, everything I got is from what the kids have told me. So this should be very interesting. I'm really teasing. (laughs) It's not. That would would be rough, guys. (laughs) That would be rough. Baptism, what does it do for me? Baptism washes and makes me new. 
When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, our sins are washed away. And we should walk in newness of life. Why, why would baptism be so important? Why would we waste a whole Sunday talking about just baptism? Well, I am glad you asked. We're going to spend the next few minutes going over this. Uh, Psalms 51 and 5 simply says, For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. There's no way around it, you and I were sinners. And from the beginning of time, you and I needed a Savior to save us from our sins. You see, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Sin has a debt that must be paid. For all of us that are adulting now, doing big boy, big girl things. Do you remember the first time that you went into big debt? Do you remember that feeling? Now, now they're calling it buyer's remorse. You feel the guilt and the anxiety and the fear of, dear Lord, what did I just do? I, I, I remember, uh, I'm telling on myself. Me and my wife, we, we were looking at a house, and uh, it was an auction. So it was on a Saturday morning, and my wife had to work, and we agreed on a price. And she said, don't go over this price. I said, okay, perfect. So we get out there, right? And it got to the price, and I stopped. I did good. I was doing so good. I stopped at the price. And then this little devil in my ear called my dad kept saying, well, it's just a few more thousand. It's just a few more thousand. And before you know it, I was $25,000 over what she told me I could do. And I remember when he said, sold. I said, oh no, what did I just do? She's going to kill me. <laughs> Thank the Lord she did not kill me, but she was mad. But that feeling, that big Dad, I knew at that moment there's, there's no way. How am I going to make this, th 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 this payment? How am I going to cover this? That is the debt of sin that we're talking about. That is, the, that is what it feels like, the debt of sin. We can't repay it, but yet we're all born into sin. So what do we do? We look at Acts 2 and 38, and it says, Then Peter said unto them, We must repent, and we must be baptized, every one of us, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why do we do this? Why are we baptized? It says right here, for the remission of sins. What is remission? Bible scholars, it's a cancellation of a debt. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus, that debt that we could never pay. Jesus Christ says, if you would just repent and be baptized, I will remove the debt. I will cancel it all. I will pay the debt for you. That is why baptism is so important. That is why we spend today. That is why we are hoping someone here today feels the draw to be baptized. I know already we have one. That is going to be baptized today. Someone today. Thank, come on, put your hands together. Celebrate. When we're baptized in his name, 
the debt of sin is completely canceled. I've heard it talk to me as a kid. It's like this. The blood of Jesus begins to wash over every sin. And even though, even if Jesus Christ did want to try to go back and remember that sin, he can't because his blood done did, washed it and covered it, never to be remembered again. Sure, people can remind you of your past. People can try to pull up your past mistakes, but the one who truly matters will never be able to pull up your past because it was covered by the blood of Jesus Christ through baptism in his name. That is why you must be baptized. What if someone came in here today, opened their checkbook and said, add up all your debt, let me pay it off? Ooh, glory. Come on, somebody. We would celebrate. Now, some of you really wise and good with money, you're like, I don't got no debt. What you talking about? Okay, we're going to give you money, all right? Calm down. But for a lot of us, we still got some debt we're trying to take care of. What would we do this place if, if someone walked in here with the open checkbook and said, just line up. I'm fixing to pay off every bit of debt in this place. There would be so much dancing, rejoicing, and celebrating in this place. We wouldn't be able to contain it. We would run out this place. We would tell everybody we know. We'd run to Walmart. Tell them all, come see. This man is, this man is paying off your debt. Get to church. Woo. But can I tell you, when Jesus comes, all that debt is going to be wiped away anyway. But if the debt of sin hasn't been paid for, you're still in trouble. Baptism, what does it do? Wipes away sin. 1 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Through baptism, we get a new and a fresh start. Psalms 103, 12. As far as the east is from the west, so has he removed our transgressions or our sin. It happens through baptism. Your sins are wiped as far away. You're never going to catch them again. You don't have to deal with them or worry about them. In Acts 22 and 16. And now, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. That is why it is important to be baptized today, that your sins are washed away, that your debt is forgiven. Why else? That was good, preacher. That was good, but, but that, that, that's not enough for me. I need more. Okay. We'll keep going. Let's see what these kids had to say. It brings me into a covenant or a bond, an agreement with Christ. In the Old Testament, covenant circumcision was an observed mark of a Jewish male. It's how you knew they were separated onto God. Men could not become part of a covenant, this bond, unless this ceremony was done. But thank you, Jesus, on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, there was a new circumcision that was introduced. And it's Romans 2.29 that says, no, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. And, and true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit. A change of heart. 
When we are baptized in Jesus' name, when our sins are washed away, when we are buried with him, there's something new that happens. Our heart, we begin to cut away sin of our past, and God circumcises our heart from the sinful nature. You see, the the, the Jews, they, they were good at following the rules. They could obey the laws. They looked the part. They acted the part. But something inside them was still just off. It was a hard issue. And today, it's always a hard issue. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what sin you're struggling with, no matter what situation you're facing, it's always going to be a heart issue. If we can get the heart right, if we can turn our hearts over to God, everything else will fall into place. It's always a hard issue. So in Acts chapter 2, that's what Jesus dealt with. He dealt with the heart. This was the new circumcision of the heart, Romans 2.29 would tell us. You see, Colossians 2.11. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. Being buried with him in baptism is the way to fulfill this new circumcision and enter into this new bond with Christ. Water baptism is the only act in the New Testament that makes God and man blood covenant partners. Think about that. That's why we have to be baptized. This, this, the baptism, this covenant, it is as strong as that good old pinky swear we did when we were kids. This bond is tight. Remember that bond when you were kids? Things were serious, and you probably did something wrong, and you didn't want your best buddy to tell. So what'd you do? Dude, we got a pinky swear. You can't ever tell nobody. And that was usually me. I'm just, you can't tell nobody. I'm going to get in trouble if you tell. But this bond in baptism is as strong as the old pinky swear. Why? Why would I be baptized? Why me? Why would I want to choose to be baptized? I'm a good person. I try my best to live decent. I try my best to do good every day. Why, 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 why would I choose baptism? Because it identifies me with Christ. Colossians 2.12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith, the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. You see, the gospel message is the death, burial, and resurrection. We call it the good news. 1 Corinthians 15.1-4 through 4 says, let me, let me now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news I preached to you before. You, you welcomed it then, and, I, uh, and you still stand firm in it now. It is this good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you, unless, of course, you believe something that was never true in the first place. I passed on to you what was important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture has said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day. The, uh, being baptized with, 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 with 
being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ will identify us with Christ. Why? How, how is that? Because when we repent of our sins, like we heard last week, we are dying out to our old ways, to our flesh. When we are buried with him in baptism, it's like we are being buried with Christ. And then after that, you are filled with the Holy Ghost. And next week, we're going to hear about it, and we're going to watch God fill some people with the Holy Ghost. But you are resurrected to new life. That is what being identified with Christ is all about. We are identifying and dying out to our sins and being buried with him in baptism and being resurrected in newness of life through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I have got to begin to move quick because I just looked at the time. <laughs> I get access to the kingdom of God when I'm baptized. I get access to the kingdom. John 3, 1 through 5. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know that you are the teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God has sent him. Jesus answered and said, most assuredly, verily, verily, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he can't even see. It's in the Bible. Look, he can't even see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, this smart rabbi himself, scratches his head. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? doesn't make no sense. It's not possible. Jesus answered, verily, verily, or most assuredly, I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. If you want access to the kingdom of God, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Thankfully, here is water. We have water to anybody who wants access to the kingdom of God. Today is your day. Today is your memorable moment. It can be today you can have access to the kingdom of God. How are we baptized? Well, we have to follow a plan that's in the Bible. Water baptism is never portrayed as an option in Scripture. It is anticipated in the Old Testament by three events that serve as types of this New Testament practice. First is the water of Noah's flood. 1 Peter 3, 20 and 21, those who disobeyed God long ago when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat, only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. And the water is a picture of baptism. That's right in your Bible. That's right there in our Bible. Oh, look, it's right there. It's right there in your Bible. While, while Noah's building this boat, preaching Every day that there's a flood coming, you're going to need this boat to save you. I, 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 I think it, when I read it, it was between 20 and 40 years he's building this boat. People had 20 to 40 years to be saved from the flood. And only eight people chose to be saved that day. So I ask you today, see 
Here is water. What are you waiting for? Second is God's command of circumcision. Colossians 2, 11 and 12. We read these scriptures earlier, but I'll read them again. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him, you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. The tense of the Greek text here indicates that circumcision of Christ occurs at the moment of burial with him in baptism. This bond we're talking about, it will take place when you choose to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In the third, oh, Lord Jesus. The third is this. Israel's experience at the Red Sea, 1 Corinthians 10, 1 and 2. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on the ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. Israel's baptism onto Moses is seen as a comparison of our Christian baptism. The Israelites were saved when they walked on dry ground. Then as the, the armies came behind them, the water, the floods uh, swept back over them, drowned them all out. There was saving in the water of baptism through Moses that day. So how are we going to be baptized? We're going to follow a plan? Well, we're going to do it the way the apostles did. And that's baptism through immersion. We're going to get a little wet today, and that's okay. Brother, Brother Broderick said it earlier, we got clothes, we got robes, you can get in wet, but we'll get you out, and you'll be dry and good to go, and you will be in covenant with Jesus Christ. You'll be walking in newness of life. You'll be rejoicing along the way. Your debt will be paid for. You will be a new creature today. You see, in Acts 8, 38 and 39, he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. And when they came up out of the water to, uh, you see where we're going here? You're going to have to get in the water. You're going to have to get in a tank. You're going to have to be dunked. That's okay. We, ain't, we never drowned nobody yet. We don't plan on drowning nobody today. And Jesus, when he was baptized, what other reason do we need? Jesus himself was baptized. We got to be baptized. When he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. You get down in the water to come back up out of the water. You got to be baptized in immersion. Oh, I got to skip some stuff. I got to skip some stuff. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Why is the name of Jesus Christ so important? Matthew 28, 19, the best verse to go to. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. When Jesus gave the disciples this great commission, they understood the meaning of his name. There was no reason for explanation. They also understood that the Father represented the God of Israel, whose name was Yahweh or Lord. And the Holy Spirit was known in the Hebrew Scripture as the Spirit of the Lord or the Spirit of Yahweh. So in Acts 2, 
when Peter's preaching this great message, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. In the name of Jesus Christ. They were just obeying what Matthew 28, 19 said. The great commission. Go baptize in the name. What is the name? The name is Jesus. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name is Jesus. The name is the power. The name is the ticket. And his name is Jesus. If you've been baptized any other way, I'm not trying to belittle anybody here. I'm just simply teaching what... I found in the word of God, everything I've said, I've backed with scripture. If you've been baptized any other way, see, here is water. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. Acts 8, 29 through 39, then the spirit came unto Philip. Go near and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said on understandest thou what you're reading good old King James do you understand what you're reading and he said how oh, can I understand unless someone shows me guides me and Philip and, and the eunuch desired that, that that Philip would join with him you see the place of scripture which he read was our opening text Today, this, this Ethiopian eunuch was reading the scripture and he was reading this text about the, this man who was quiet and simply went to a cross. This man we know is Jesus. And all along the way, he never once opened his mouth, he just was doing the will of his father. And Philip began to, to teach this. Ethiopian eunuch about Jesus, about what he did that day on a cross, how he paid with bloodshed, blood, with, 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 with shed blood to wash away our debt of sin that we have no way of repaying. And Philip begins to teach this man. Verse 36, as they went on to their way, they come on to a certain water. The eunuch said, see, here's water. See, here is water. What stops me from being baptized? Would you stand with me as I try to wrap this thing up? See, here is water. What? What slipped in this Ethiopian eunuch? What? Light bulb flipped on that. At the moment, at the moment he seen water, he wasn't going to wait another moment. He wasn't going to let another day go by. At the moment he came, to water. He stopped Philip and said, here's water. Let's get this thing done today. Let's get this thing done 
now. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, would you join me around the front? And as they're coming, if you've never been baptized and you would like to join us around the front, we would love to have everybody around the front. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I just believe there's power when we come together, every one of us. You see, this Ethiopian eunuch, he was a man of importance. He was a man pretty well off. I'd have to imagine he probably got him a clawfoot tub at home. Clean, water. He could have said, Philip, would you come home with me? And we can do this in some clean water. We can do this in water where I can at least see halfway to the bottom. He, he, he could have did one of these numbers and said, that, that water's dirty. Let's just find some cleaner water. There's, there could have been so many excuses he could have gave that day. He could have said, you know, I need to talk to the queen. She's my boss. She's expecting me, you know. She, I, I work for her. Just come with me. We'll talk to, to the queen first, and then, and then we can do this. No, there could have been every excuse in the book. And you and I, if we think about it, we can make up every excuse in the book why we sh- should just wait. But can I tell you, don't wait another day. Today could be your memorable moment. This eunuch, he felt something inside him. Something convicted his heart. Maybe it was the the realization of the debt that he could not repay. Maybe there was something in his past that he just would like to have washed away. I don't know what it was, but I simply know the spirit of the man. And at the moment he seen water, he chose salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to be baptized. Today is the day for repentance. Today is the day for someone to be filled with the Holy Ghost. All across this place, would you begin to lift your hands? And if you've never repented of your sins, I'm begging you, just ask God to forgive you. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, just ask somebody, well, would you take me to water? I want to be baptized today we will have a team ready we, we will have a team ready for those to be baptized I know brother Rogers here in a minute or two is going to get one ready to be baptized we can form a line to anybody who would want to be baptized today anyone who would feel the need for this baptism in Jesus name to identify with Christ to have your debts paid today is your day would you pray with me